Welcome everyone to the Inspirational Businesswoman Show. I'm so pleased today to introduce a very special guest and we're going to be discussing super niching. That's right, super niching to survive and thrive through COVID. Well, we all know that we're in the middle of what we would call a pandemic, and yet life goes on, doesn't it? And we need to be super responsive to how things might be changing and shifting in our businesses. And I'm so excited to share with you um, what we're going to be discussing today that's going to help all of you in your business. Now, before we get started, I do want to let you know that today's show is sponsored by Hangout-Marketing.com where you can receive a complimentary live stream assessment. So if you're interested in learning how you can use live stream in your business to brand, grow, and market it, I really encourage you to take advantage of this. The assessment will only take a couple of minutes and you might even qualify for a shine strategy session with me where we'll sit down and talk about your business and how you might really start to incorporate more live stream into your marketing funnels. So if you want to take advantage of that, all you need to do is text pound success to 775-800-4179. Or if you're out of the United States, you can simply go to hangout-marketing.com to take that assessment. Now, what I'm going to do is share with you the preview trailer for the show. Why? Because I want you to get excited about everything that we're going to be discussing today. And also, would you do me a big favor and help spread the word? So while you're watching the preview trailer, just click on that link that helps other people know what we're up to and invite them to come take part with us. We'd so appreciate that. So here's the trailer and we'll be getting started in just a moment. all for being here today. Whether you're live and in replay, we value your time. And I know you're going to find that this broadcast is worth your time because I have an amazing guest here today. Her name is Now, Chala is the CEO of the Repositioning Expert. She's an award-winning marketing uh, coach, and she's also the author of four books. And we're going to be talking about that a little bit more later on. But today, what we're going to be discussing is, as I said, super niching to survive and thrive through COVID. 
Now we're going to touch on three main topics with Chala. The first one is on mastering your elevator pitch. And don't we all need a little support with that one? I think Chala is just the gal to help us with that. We're also going to be talking about how you position your expertise so that you really get known as the expert in your niche. And finally, how to stand out and differentiate your business. So if you're ready to stand out from the crowd and get known for your expertise and differentiate yourself, Chala is the gal to do that. Chala, unmute yourself, come on in and say hi to our audience, won't you? Hello, everyone. Thank you for such an illustrious, amazing introduction. I have never had one like that. <laughs> well, it seems to me you've got all the credentials to have such an introduction, and I'm pleased to have you here, Chala, because I know what you do is quite unique. I mean, a lot about what you do has been your background working with corporate America. I mean, you've worked with some of the big boy and girl companies out there and really helped them define their market. And here we, as the viewers are more to be with smaller business owners or solopreneurs, they get the advantage of your expertise today. So I'm thrilled to have you here and taking the time to share your background and your experience with everyone. Let's start with just that, your background. Um, a little bit about what you have been doing before and how you became an award-winning consultant. And also, are there any defining moments in your life that really got you to where you are today and what you're doing today? If you'd share that with everyone, I know they'd be interested. For sure. So what I do is I'm an elevator pitch coach because three out of four businesses like us never get asked for a business card or for an appointment after they do their elevator pitch to a prospect. And what I do is I fix what they're saying so that every hello turns into a meeting opportunity. So that's my 30 second elevator pitch. And how I came about this is for 18 years, I worked for those big boys and girls you're talking about, um, Pepsi, Pizza Hut, Frito-Lay, and I spent 18 years saying no to suppliers and their pitches. And um, there was various reasons, but most of the time it was because, and this is a statistic that 86% of buyers can't see the difference between two suppliers. And that's true in the B2B world, B2C world. Nobody is saying anything different. Everybody is trying to, you know, stand out, but they don't know how. They think their differentiator is their years of service or their quality of service or their price. But guess what? Everybody else is saying the same thing and there is a better way. And it's my passion to teach it to small businesses because they don't have the um, bandwidth to be able to make mistakes to survive year after year, undifferentiated, being shopped on price, ignored by buyers and just passed over in general and unable to grow beyond the word of mouth that they can generate through their natural networks. Fabulous. You know, I want to just pause and say to all of you viewers here, if you hear a gem from Chala, let's hear it from you. Okay. Just write gem and tell us what you just heard that really resonated with you. And of course, Chala's elevator pitch just resonated with me where she said that she teaches every, you how to turn every hello into a meeting opportunity. 
a business opportunity. So we definitely want to learn more from her on that front. And you are right about this, Chala, and that, you know, solopreneurs, small business owners do not have the bandwidth or the staying power to lose out on opportunities when they present themselves. So I'm so excited about what you're going to be teaching us today. Let's start with the elevator pitch then. I think that that's where the greetings do start and the first impression is so important, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, I wrote one of my books about it. It's called um, How to Make Anyone Like You in Seven Seconds or Less. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of science behind what I teach, but it all started when I was a brand manager for those big companies, Pepsi, Pizza Hut, Frito-Lay, and every year, the way that they increase their revenue is they launch new products. You may know this. And uh, you'll see every year there's line extensions on the same shelf or near shelves, and they all have to sell. You can't just cannibalize your own brand sales. Line extensions are launched so that, you know, new flavors or new uh, sub brands are launched so that the whole brand numbers will grow. And what I learned is through thousands and thousands of dollars of research that they throw at these decisions that you cannot make this decision in isolation of asking the market. But when I, you know, started my own business, I saw that every business is kind of doing that. Like the small businesses are just throwing spaghetti at the wall and to see, okay, maybe I should target here. Maybe this is what I should say in my website. Maybe this is who I should, you know, be asking for this amount of price. So the whole marketing strategy, they are completely unaware of what they don't know. They don't know what they don't know kind of thing. Yeah. And the strategy, right. I mean, you know this, right, as a marketer, unfortunately. So that's what I'm here to fix. Well, you know, it's interesting that you even say that because I just heard recently in the news that a lot of these brands with the multiple, multiple products are actually backing off on some of their product offerings uh, just because of what's going on in the market right now during this pandemic. And I found that very interesting. So for those of us who have a small product line, you know, maybe a very unique uh, place in the market, what do you suggest to them so that they can put together a seven a second introduction opportunity or elevator pitch? So I have two gems, as you call them. I love it. I love the call to action that you're giving people to uh, note the gems. The, the first gem is to debunk the misconception that your elevator pitch should describe what you do. An elevator pitch is not about what you do. An elevator pitch, a good one that gets meetings, is a hook to get the meeting with your buyer. So then you're asking, okay, so what does that hook sound like or what does it need to be? Well, as you put it, it's a niche, but it has to be a super niche. A super niche is the best and number one way, the best way that I know and that I've taught a way of doing an elevator pitch that hooks buyers into asking for a meeting with you. So what is a super niche? And in Canada, we call it a niche and I love how you call it a niche. Um, what it is, is it's a combination of picking one specific target in an industry, or if it's a B2C product in an interest group, uh, on which you add to picking one specific problem that you can solve for that group to become a specialist in. And I'll give you an example. A generic wealth advisor 
super niched. We super niched her into divorcing women in Toronto and her sales went up through the roof because there were 22 meetup groups for divorcing women alone. And the problem that she solved for divorcing women was that the divorcing women were terrified of losing their lifestyle after the divorce. Yeah. So that's what she became a specialist in. So do you see how she targeted exactly an interest group, which was divorcing women that self gathered and there were so many of them. And she targeted one facet of a pain point that they have. Divorcing women have lots of pain, but she, she targeted just one facet, which was that inability to transition into their new life. So that's what a super niche is. And when you do your elevator pitch based on, did you know that three out of four divorcing women are worried about maintaining their lifestyle after the divorce? Well, what I do is I help them figure out their money strategy so that they can always stay at the consistent lifestyle after the divorce. So that's her now um, elevator pitch. Before we met, it was, I help everybody with everything, which is what most people say. Yeah, that's so important. Uh, you call it super niching and or niching. <laughs> and I think I've, I've heard it also called niching down, which sure. means narrowing, 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 narrowing until you get to, as you say, a really unique um, potential client base. And again, you're saying, and they may have many problems that you could help them with. And isn't it so typical of a small business owner that we want to help them with everything that we possibly can. But what you're saying, and I think is so poignant and another gem is you not only target down your ideal audience, but you target down the problem that you solve. So it's very, very specific. And now I get that to say, okay, so people are going to hear what I offer and really resonate it with it because it's so specific instead of being so general. Is that what you're talking about? That's exactly what I'm talking about. And I'm very fortunate to be very well known because I'm super niched into elevator pitches. And I've, I'm regularly asked to um, coach uh, niching or coach uh, pitching contests. And uh, for example, I recently, I mean, yesterday I did a, a conference and I had to live coach people, uh, small businesses who were pitching their businesses and critique them and teach them. The week before that, a really large consumer packaged goods company that I can't say the name of uh, paid me to come in and um, judge and provide feedback and training to 10 um, different you know, women-owned businesses that pitched to them. And what I saw, Virginia, is they never, ever, ever asked a lot of questions of the women who laundry listed everything they did. So the women that were saying, we do this, 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 and that for every single industry where they listed laundry listed, the industries laundry listed, the services, didn't ask a lot of questions. But for the ones that took my training to heart, and they, they started by talking about one specific problem that that company had in their market and then how they became the, in the context, they talked about themselves in the context of how they provided the solution, bingo. The woman who won didn't even speak English. All she did was she spoke, she just, she listened to me. She put, she shared her Zoom screen, yeah. put on their product, which was a diaper product, and then showed how she, you know, increase sales for a similar product on the same 
Amazon type website in their oh. country in Colombia. And she won. She, people were asking her questions. All the buyers were smiling because she was so specific and she listened to me. Yeah. Well, I think you're worth listening to. Don't you all think she's worth listening to? Thank you. So Thank many you. gems right here. I mean, I call these pack your bag moments where you know people could go and still take with them valuable information, even if they didn't hear the rest of the interview. But stick around because we have several more important areas to talk about. But before we move to the second topic, Chala, I am wondering about sort of the formatting of, and maybe this is going too far, too deep, but do you generally have people start with a question around that super niche um, problem that they solve? So here's how it works. I'm going to give you the formula and it is easy, Virginia. It is easy, really easy. What you do is you take the target, so who you help. And again, I would love it to be an industry or an interest group. And so take one because those are the ones, those are the only kinds of people that self-gather in large numbers that you can penetrate for your marketing. So you take an industry and then, or an interest group, and then you add in, in the formula plus the problem that you solve plus what you do to help them. And if you have the time, you could end up with what results. So in my case, it was, and, and it to sharpen it, I love it if you put a pain statistic in there. So my pain statistic was three out of four business owners that I've spoken with that I've met have never gotten a business card or an appointment. You see how who I talk to, who I help, put a stat to make it sexy, then add the pain point. And then what I do is what I, I fix what they're saying and then what the result is so that every hello turns into a meeting. You see how it's a very simple formula. Yeah, and I, I wrote it down. I hope all of you wrote it down. She's just giving you absolutely keys to the bank here. So take advantage of it. Okay, so here's what I picked up. You took the stats and turned it into a question. Did you know? Yeah. And then you went on to the target group, the interest group, or the target industry that you help. And then the problem that's solved, and then what you do to help them um, and the results. So you guys got it? Yay. We all need to work on this. <laughs> we'll have to keep our ears open for when you have a workshop on this. <laughs> no, honestly, like I'm, I'm so happy to do it for anyone who wants to contact me. In fact, I have a Facebook uh, group uh, and you know, you can go to my website called repositioner.com slash society. And, and we regularly do this, like people Wonderful. write in their um, elevator pitch and then I solve it. I also have a podcast like you where, you know, I help in five minutes polish their pitch. So anytime anybody, including yourself, wants to take a go, I'm happy to do it. I'm so used to doing it on stage yeah. that like it's just become second nature. When somebody introduces themselves to me, Virginia, in my head, I've already rewritten it. Uh. What a talent. But obviously it's because you have done this for years and you've really seen what doesn't work, which mm -hmm. is, you know, how we all grow in our business. Don't be afraid to make mistakes because when you make them and you evaluate and you improve, everything gets better. So it's okay. So you're just an expert because you've been doing it a long time and that's how we all build and grow our expertise. So take advantage of Chala's 
um, offer here as far as getting your elevator pitch work done. Now, let's move into the next topic, and that's about positioning yourself. So how do you go about positioning yourself as an expert? Now, I have a feeling it still relates to the first part, which is the elevator pitch. So go ahead and bring us some clarity on that. It, it absolutely, you're, you're a smart woman. This is why you're the host. Um, it absolutely does. So um, the way to, and I have so many clients who, you know, I'm working with and they're like, Chala, I am not an expert in that pain point. You know, when we do the research, it turns out that that is a pain point that is relevant. It's deep. It's wide. We can niche in it. We can make a lot of money. It's expensive problem and it's persistent for whatever industry that we're researching. And if that's the case, what, you know, what we have to do is we have to make a marketing plan around that pain point to position them as an expert in that pain point. And there's two things that they run up against. One, you'll never know what that is. And that's uh, being camera shy or being shy. And so that, you know, they have issues around visibility, which runs into issues in mindset, which is something that we deal with in our program. The other part of it is they don't feel like they're an expert enough. Again, that has to do with um, the mindset, but then they don't even know what to um, produce as content to position them as an expert. And that's what we do is, you know, I help create messaging and um, a plan to help position them as a thought leader as a solution to that one specific niche problem. And when you're pumping out content, just like you and I are on a consistent basis, no matter what the format is, whether it's video, which is the most amazing form, or it's live, or it's audio, or it's, or it's written blogs, or it's interviews, it doesn't matter. Even if you're just sharing somebody else's content about that problem, then you start to you know catch people's attention in the same group that you're constantly touching seven to 12 times over and over again with that message so that they become aware of you as an expert in that pain. That's how you position yourself. Wow. Fabulous. So you're saying is if I'm hearing all this, cause I'm trying to gather it all together in my brain and process it, it sounds like it's really important that some research is done first Absolutely. and so that you can really see, well, what is, what does the market need? What is, the, what is the main problem that the market is really willing to pay for? Because when it solves that problem, it's probably going to save them money or make them more money in some way. So that's a different approach than a lot of entrepreneurs take. The approach that so many take is that this is what I love doing. This is my passion. This is what I want to bring out to the market. And yet nothing wrong with that. You got to start with that and th that place that you identify yourself with. But you're taking it a step further by doing the research. And again, this gets back to super niching, doesn't it? To really mm -hmm. narrowing everything down so that now not only are you embracing your passion bringing it to the world, but bringing it to the world in a way where they want it and are willing to pay for it. And they see, this is the key, I think, Chala, is that they associate you with the solution because yes. it's so specific. Are we on tar target here? Yeah, absolutely. Of course, being a good marketer, you know this, all, all it is. I, one thing that I do want to caution people against is how to choose the niche and um, whether it should be based on your passion, your interest. So the, the first step of our work together with clients, and I just finished with what you and I were talking about prior to 
a nine day nonstop live launch called the B2B Eleva uh, Elevator Pitches Bootcamp. And we taught this every single day. We'll be repeating it um, over and over again through the, the next year. So the first step, the first pillar of the perfect elevator pitch is to um, do a scoring. And the way you score a niche and in an industry is one fit for you, your personality, your skill set, and your passion and your background. Two, you score it for dollar potential of the money that you want to make, amount that you want to earn. And the three is the amount of access you have to actual check signers in your natural networks or in networks that you can actually penetrate, which means if they gather, self-gather enough to places that you can get into. So we put together the combination of those three and we have equal weighted scoring because um, for example, you don't wanna choose a niche and create a business around just your passion. I, I mean, I'm so sorry for people who tell you that because yeah. there may not be enough money. I mean, one of um, the women in, you know, that I've been networking with for years and years and years, her mother passed away very painfully. And she decided in that moment to become a grief coach. Mm -hmm. uh, and what happened is she starved and bartered for two years because she found that grief coaching did not pay $400, you know, a pop for whatever she was selling. It uh, was already offered for free by churches and hospices. And she could not make a living out of it because she didn't know that she had to go out and research the strategy of what she was going to base her business on. And just like every other small business and coach, she just kept flipping and flopping every other you know month to try to grasp at something somebody would pay her for. And today she's doing like happiness coaching or something like that. But it's, you know, and I think she has a little bit more traction. But again, it was very haphazard throwing spaghetti at the wall, not doing the research. And the research is what I learned to do at the large companies. Because if I ever launched a product without doing research, I would have been fired. You know, if I just guessed, I think we should take this brand extension and, you know, choose 25 to 55 year old females who gather, you know, because they do yoga. If I chose that by guessing, I would have been fired. So that's what I've taken in my program and I've made it into a two week free process where you find out by going out and asking the market, where is the gap? And then, you know, my biggest pet peeve are marketers who are telling people to figure it out on their own or through just sitting behind a computer or asking their current clients. Your current clients have already come to you because of existing marketing you did in the past. That's the past. They already love you, know you, trust you. Don't ask them anything. You have to go out, you have to profile the market in terms of potential prospects. And then you have to ask them in a systematic strategic apples to apples, oranges to oranges way, because in research, what we call as marketers is garbage in is garbage out. If you don't do the research properly, you'll get terrible results. And if you base your strategy on terrible results, you'll have a terrible strategy, you'll have a terrible business. You know, this is such valuable information, lots more gems than what Tala was just saying. And here to me, I think is probably true for um, many, many, many small business owners and entrepreneurs that they don't do the necessary research ahead of time. So you have just debunked that in, it's not necessarily the best path to success to just run with your passion. Because if it's not a market that's willing to pay you and pay you adequately 
for what you do, it's not the right path to be on. So I hope all of you really listened to Chala and are making note of this because it may be that you need a little redirection in your own business. And of course, she's got the courses and the tools to do that. So, you know, keep following her. If you haven't followed her already, make sure you go to her website, which is in the description and she just gave to you. And also get onto her Facebook page and just keep following this lady because she's brilliant. And here's the thing I really want to acknowledge that makes you and, and differentiates you, which because I think we're going to talk about differentiating your business next. But what differentiates you, Chala, from so many um, entrepreneurs that I speak with is your background in working for bigger companies. And mm. as you said, if you hadn't done the brand research, you would have been fired. So we all need to take a look at this and say, should we be firing ourselves? <laughs> <laughs> no, but maybe we need to do a bit more research. <laughs> oh my God, you're so funny. I swear to God, you just said so many funny things that I want to write down, but I'm being interviewed, so I can't. You <laughs> well, you'll gem. be able to go back and listen yeah, to You're this. the real gem. Oh my God. You're so All funny. right, well, let's talk about how to stand out and differentiate our business because I know you've got some gems in there for us. Go ahead. So um, I, I want to talk about COVID for a minute, right? Uh, the differentiation, I, you know, you've gathered by now is through super niching. So if you're if you're really, uh, you know, very specific about who you help and one, just one pain point that you help them in, then you're really different than everybody who's saying, you know, we're an IT company and we do managed services. Or if you're like a marketing company and you do, uh, we do ads and we do Facebook ads and we do everything. Or if you're a coach and you say, I'm a leadership coach. So the way to differentiate is if like one of my clients was a leadership coach, we super niched her in uh, helping manufacturing companies, like small ones, like three, you know, owner operated ones. And the number one problem that they had was nobody could make a decision. And it was costing like 1.4 billion for the manufacturing industry for one decision. So that's what we super niched her and she became the decision-making expert for manufacturing companies. She would have lunch and learns. She would, you know, have a whole executive round table around it. So that's the differentiator. Now let's talk about COVID. Although, you know, we haven't talked about it till today. Um, if you've ever heard of Virginia, have you ever heard of the Maslow's hierarchy of needs? Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> right. So that's where, you know, like this, this uh, pyramid where at the bottom, like if you're starving and you can't even clothe yourself, you can't move up to trying to look for a job or friends, or you can't move up to like being your best ever. And you can't move up to like the very top, which is self-actualization. So right. there is a COVID, you know, pyramid for businesses now. And uh, this is something that one of my coaches was talking about. And I love this model because it's it's so true that during COVID, what, what happened to businesses is at the bottom is really uh, just crisis management, right? They're like, oh my God, what the heck just happened to us? You know, they're just like shaking themselves, shake it off. The next level was survival. You know, are we going to make it or not? And, and a lot have already closed. In Canada, I don't know what it's like in the States, probably the same. Um, then the next level after survival is recovery, where you were before, you're trying to recover. And then the next is, uh, you know, growth. And then the top uh, is the vision. So if you're super niching in anything that's at the top of the pyramid and, and the market and whoever your target is, 
is at the very bottom, they can't even hear you. You're tone deaf. So if you want to be relevant and you want to change your super niche into either wherever they are, either I'm hoping they're past the um, crisis management that they're in survival or recovery or growth, depending mm -hmm. on who they are and where yeah. they are. That's my big advice to you guys is to reposition yourselves into those niches. That's really thought provoking uh, because you're right. So many businesses right now are <clears throat> hopefully beyond the crisis stage, although I know not all of them are because some are yeah. being shut down again. Yeah. Uh, but at, 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 you would really at least want to be to the point where they're in recovery mode and hoping to um, get their business back to where it was. And then what you're saying is, how can you fit into that, that aspect of their business right now, which makes you much more relevant to their needs that's than right. it would be. That's why, of course, everything kind of shut down um, in March because everyone was in crisis mode. Yeah. And it yeah. was very interesting to see. I saw a number of um, marketers who I have related to in the last year or so, who did what we call a pivot brilliantly, who mm -hmm. were really um, dependent on live events That's for me. the majority. Okay, so you're you're you understand just what I'm talking about, and boy, did they have to do pivots in a hurry because live events were no longer something yeah. that was um, possible. And yet I've watched so many of them brilliantly make that pivot and take advantage of all the tools. And I keep saying to people, since visibility is kind of my niche, how can you work with the all these tools and platforms that we have available to us that are free, most of them, and get your visibility increased out there so that you can become known as the go-to expert? Well, that's what they did. They did the pivots and really actually are doing better than before. Now, isn't that an interesting change in dynamics? Absolutely. And you had it, you had it figured out way before any of us because your funnels are already online. Isn't that right, Virginia? Right, right. Yeah, for me, it wasn't that big a shift, although uh, shifting my languaging did need to be part of the process mm -hmm. because um, it's it's more than visibility. It is really taking the actions and, and getting comfortable with the tools that we have and then putting a plan together. And so often people are just saying, well, for instance, I just need to go live. That's what they say. I just need to go live. No, you need to go live strategically. Yeah, You need to use these tools yeah. strategically so that you're the one that stands out above the crowd, which is really what you're talking about. But I had not thought about the COVID for businesses with the hierarchy. So this is brilliant. Thank you. Another big <laughs> moment. <laughs> Pack your bags. I love it. That's one. That's the one I've never heard. I love it. Did you make these up? Honestly? No, 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 no. Actually, pack your bag moment came from Alex Mendocian when I was working with really? him a number of years ago. And he oh, said, I look, if it. I get nothing else from this event, and then he was talking about live events, I just got a pack my bag moment. I can pack my bag and leave and I got everything I needed from this event. So. <laughs> I'm so going to hey. use it. Listen, I know your time is limited and we want to make sure that people have the opportunity to pick up your very special gift. So what I'm going to do is put that link up on the screen for people um, and then you can tell them what it's all about. But uh, Chala has a great gift for you guys and um, 
I think you're going to want to tap into this because her knowledge you can already see is brilliant. So all you need to go to pick up the gift is go to hmtips.com forward slash Chala gift. Now, Chala is spelled C-H-A-L-A gift, hmtips.com, C-H-A-L-A gift. And you'll be able to pick up what, Chala? My book, Gentle Marketing. It's um, my first book, and it is really the basis of everything that I'm talking about from targeting to niching to messaging around that niche to um, building a plan around that niche. And uh, it is an um, e-version um, of the, the Kindle book that I sell in paper, um, in paper print. So it's been quite popular, and uh, it's a good short read. That's fun. I really appreciate your offering that to everyone because from what we're already learning from you, the approach sounds so refreshing, you know, mm -hmm. especially because so many of my viewers are women. So they have that softer, a feminine approach to marketing rather than the male dominant driven kind of marketing. And so I love even the name gentle marketing mm -hmm. uh, sounds good. Sounds like mm -hmm. something that we ladies can really take advantage of. So all of you make sure you do go again and go to hmtips.com forward slash Chala gift, Chala spelled C-H-A-L-A. -A. And that's for those of you who are not seeing this, but are listening to it. <laughs> All right. Well, Chala, I want to thank you so much for being here with us today sharing your brilliance, sharing all of these gems. And I'd love to hear from all of you viewers as well. If you're watching this in replay, we still want to hear from you. Let us know what points Chala made that really resonate with you. And if you have questions for her, or even if you want to try putting your um, elevator statement right here in the comments, do so. We'll get back to you and let you know if it's a good one or if it could be tweaked, right, Chella? Absolutely, let's, let's polish your pitch. Let's polish your pitch, that's right. And again, make sure that you go do follow her uh, website. What's the website link again? Repositioner.com. Repositioner.com. I'm sorry, slash? Slash society. Slash society. So that's going to take you to her Very Facebook page, right? Eyebrow. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you again so much for being here. I really value your time and your expertise. And I hope you all go out and make it a fabulous week, everyone. And we'll see you on the next Inspirational Businesswoman Show. Bye-bye now. Thanks so much for watching today. Do you know someone who would be a great guest for our show? Or would you like to be a guest on the Inspirational Businesswoman Show? Let's shine the spotlight on your expertise. We'll share your story while offering tips, strategies, and advice to our viewers. Expert interviews are a great way to build your reputation as the go-to expert. Go to shinetips.com forward slash IBWS to apply today. Women are waiting for your message and I can't wait to interview you.